I really like that song. Let's let's uh, play that again. <laughs> All right, here we go. Thank you, Sam. Let's watch Okay, I've done digging a hole for to put this song into a time machine capsule. And then, uh, here I am. I'm now burying the time capsule with that song. <laughs> it needs to be buried. I forgot I needed a, another minute to uh, before I really started the show. That's why I played the song over. Hi, welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. My name is Mike. It's Mike Spiegelman. And I'm very excited to have Carl Haupt, who wrote that song. You just heard him. He jokes to Carl, not duh. Like as although in, that's funny. Although that's funny. It's more like duh, like the French. <laughs> so, uh, Carl, your song is uh, Burning Up the Airwaves. Uh, uh, how does it feel to be a viral success? Oh, let me tell you, since that promotion, my Twitter account has blown up. And even Molly Spiegelman is singing that song in my ear nowadays. So. Yeah, my uh, nine-year-old daughter uh, loves that song, and she sings it. So, but, uh, I really think that you should have her version of it. Uh, also, uh, sometimes on your show. It, she, she's funny. <laughs> well, she has been on the show, actually, but in character, you know, as a performer. Uh, Understood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but enough about. Hi, Carl. How are you? All right. Good. I was hoping today we would watch a full-length movie. Where? On, on YouTube. With. With you, Mike. Oh. Michael Spiegelman. Well, you, you got to the good show. Uh, you can listen to the show. We are uh, broadcasting on December fourth, two thousand sixteen, where the State of the Union is still divided. Uh, here on mutinyradio.fm, that's live. You can always listen to us live. Uh, Carl's on the East Coast, 5 p.m. I'm on the West Coast, 2 p.m., but we do start the show, 2 and 5, live for two hours. If uh, Carl's not a guest, you can call us, but next week, Carl's not a guest. Carl, it's always great to have you as a guest. Oh, okay. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, always Just thank you. Hogging up the line. No way, man. It's like, oh, Jesus, is it? Thursday afternoon already. Uh, so if, uh, but anytime you want to communicate with the podcast, you can call live, not this showcase. Uh, Sundays, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at 415-550-0511, and we'll stop everything and pick up your call. So try that next Sunday. How about that on the 11th? Uh, and uh, Carl, uh, <clears throat> you know, Carl, uh, I just before we start the show, I, I want to just send out my condolences and... Uh, uh, there was a big uh, fire in Oakland at a warehouse, a music show, and now the body count is up to 30 as we broadcast this live. And uh, I've you know a lot of people out there, and I uh, just just want hope my wishes, my thoughts are out there so, uh, with everybody. So 
Uh, I just wanted to make note of this. Usually this is a timeless show, which you can find on Let's Watch a Full Night Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com, where you'll have the complete podcast along with the movie we're going to watch. And the idea is that you play the embedded movie and the podcast at the same time on the same queue, and we will watch a movie together. Because there's so many great movies out there, Carl. I lie. There's a lot of shitty movies, and the only way you can sit through them is with a group of people. <laughs> Talking because there's, over it. there's no way you're going to be able to, especially, uh, we're going to launch, I usually like to keep our movies secret, so nobody just goes to YouTube and watches the movie in advance. But I will tip my hat out and let you know that this is uh, the first of a series on National Lampoon movies. And, uh, right, Carl? Yeah, that's yeah. great. And this, you really picked a stinker. Now, National <laughs> yeah. Lampoon has done some good movies, and this is not. Uh, National Lampoon and Public Eye are known for good movies such as National Lampoon's Animal House, National yeah. Lampoon's Vacation, mm-hmm. National Lampoon's uh, uh, Van Wilder, National Lampoon's Senior Trip from the late 90s. These are all like theatrically released movies. You know, these are straight to the theater movies. Uh, oh yes, right, A Christmas Vacation, and uh, you know they also dabbled in a lot of uh, straight to video movies, and uh, yeah, so it, it just became a name after a while that producers would just take. So uh, this movie that we're gonna watch uh, was going to be the follow-up. Actually, there was two movies, neck and neck, that were going to be the follow-up to Animal House. And by the time they were able to get it going, this, this movie came out in 1982, and it actually did get released. So go to YouTube, however you may get your YouTube, maybe on your phone, maybe on your work's office computer, or maybe at your laptop there. Uh, I have a DS that plays it. Isn't that clever? Yeah, I, I can watch it right here on my DS. Maybe I should. God damn it. All right, I'm going to get my DS up for this too. So anyway, whatever you do, get to the YouTube search engine and type in National Lampoon's Class Reunion. Well, the title that you sent as a link, it's just Class Reunion, okay. parentheses, 1982, close parentheses, and then in all caps, I don't think it matters, it says full movie. Okay. Class Reunion, 1982, full movie. Usually when... Yeah, good. All right, so let's do that. So Class Reunion with the parentheses, 1982, and then it's the version. Do you know uh, who hosted this? On whose subscription channel is this? It's Night Dreamer Child, all one word. All right. All one word, you say? (laughs) All right, yeah, I do see that. Okay, so here's the deal. Let's go ahead and click this, but we're going to pause it after the buffering starts. Pause exactly at zero, zero, zero. All right. Fuck. Fuck. All right, hang on a sec. Fuck. All right, there we go. I got to make sure I crisp out the most trivial things. Uh, I got... (laughs) You say Molly's been on the show? Yeah, that's the reason why I don't have my child on this show. She's not a... Anyway, there we go. It would... Oh, fuck. All right, there we go. I think I got it better than I did before. Well, this gives you guys enough time to... Fuck. All right. So I have it on zero, zero, zero. It's already okay. the logo, ABC Motion Pictures logo. Do you yeah. know? Did you take a look at a, a ABC Motion Pictures? I, I didn't. I know that they tanked immediately. I think that I don't know why they 
did, this movie might have had something to do with it. Um, but they, they didn't last long. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I wasn't going to play the audio of that. Uh, yeah, you know what? So ABC, uh, CBS, uh, the television network, recently had a, t- a motion picture division that made a, came out with a couple films before disappearing. I believe Lorenzo's Oil. Or no, there was some Harrison Ford doctor movie. But in the 80s, ABC, the, the uh, television network, uh, created their own t- uh, theatrically released uh, division, the ABC Motion Pictures. And this is one of the seven movies they made uh, before ultimately tanking. But Young Doctors in Love was the first one, which oh, was Gary Marshall. Them. Yeah, uh, I think Silkwood. Uh, but there's a lot of like, I don't know. Uh, but they've done a few movies, and this fortunately is one of them. So, uh, all right. So, are you guys ready? Let's count down, and when we're count down at play, we'll hit the play button. I have my little cursor button finger on it now, and we've only wasted seven minutes on this. Okay, here we go. Ready? So, three, two, one play okay yeah i could hear that boom 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 abc sunday night at the pictures abc movie of the theater this uh they put a pro comma in june 1972 uh i did get some feedback for the show which i always appreciate and someone said we should keep the sound in the background so I hear it. This is uh, fair use. We are actually commenting. We're reviewing the movie as we watch it. And I will definitely mute it when the music comes on. So right now, it's 1972 and everyone's dressed like they're from the 50s. Maybe they're like a Happy right. Days fan club. This is before Happy Days. Varsity Letters. Varsity Letters. Should I be muting out the music, uh, the sound? No, it's fine. It's only fine. Because I can. No, it's fine. There's no closed captioning for this anyway. Oh, is that where I hear it? I hear you in the background. That's fine. No, that's yeah. Let me just let me just. Uh, it's fine. It's this is called experimental art music, where we play okay, the. Uh, now this is a setup scene. Okay. This okay. Leads to a murderer. This is the birth of a murderer. How much of this movie did you actually watch? I I just went on the internet and learned about it. So did you know that when uh, this movie came out, there was a photo novel. Uh, yeah. paperback of this which is the Italian photo uh, collage art where it looks like a comic book so they took scenes stills from the movie and they had little photo captions and it was in a paperback trade book and I bought it at CVS Pharmacy in Montclair Upper Montclair and it had the entire plot of this movie I'm not sure this yeah I don't think this hand job scene was in it I don't remember it so they're telling him to go he's gonna get a hand job Starring the unknown comic. Yeah. First off, what twelve-year-old writes still writes about hand jobs? <laughs> well, this was written by John Hughes, but not really. What do you mean? Oh, here it is. We're watching a YouTube exclusive. Oh, they didn't notice the parked cars in front of there where he sat down. Uh, he might have not. Cared. Okay, so who is it? Now you don't know at this point. Right, but he's freaking out. I'm freaking out. Is it his sister? His sister would know his clothes, right? Oh, wait, that was it. That was like one minute into some sexual uh, harassment. Well, that is what... That's assault. ...to go insane. He's so mortified. So he's the killer, you're saying? Look, it's ass reunion. National Lampoon's ass reunion. 
Oh, class reunion. <laughs> class reunion. <laughs> now, look at the text. The text is the um, Saturday Evening Post kind of text. It's right. so typical of, of this. This is really... Um, More like a TV movie, like a love boat graphic. ABC, well, right? But this yearbook style is a National Lampoon staple because they had a uh, publication in the 1963 yearbook where they wrote a complete phony yearbook. And right, right, right. these jokes are a little too. Uh, hey, there's that a guy, guy from Animal House. Yeah, first. Uh, and Delta Whaler, House. Whaler, Whaley, what was it? Uh, flounder, not flounder. Whaley. It was a flounder, not a Whaley. Oh, uh, here, guess here's the blind joke character. She's in the photography club right off the bat. So there's the fox, most likely to marry and divorce for money. Wow, was, people were so cruel when they were 16. <laughs> oh. Jim Stahl. Oh, shit. Internet tells me she made a deal with the devil and the glass cripple. Oh, okay. Well, you, you should... Well, let's watch a movie. I don't need to... Oh, this guy's me. name excuse is Blackie. Me. The white guy named Blackie. That's a little... Uh, I guess he's a professional. Maybe everyone else had his last name, and so professionally for a sidecar, he, he had to... Uh, go ahead and do the video that you do. Uh, all right. And Barry Diamond recently passed away, co-starring R.I.P. And there's Michael Lerner, who uh, I'm sure he doesn't talk about this movie. Special, Special appearance by Chuck Berry. See, that's yeah. coming, and I think we're hearing him right now. No, this is Gary U.S. Bonds, I believe, only because ah. it says right here we go, Class Reunion performed by Gary U.S. Bonds, who, by gotcha. the way, I love Gary U.S. Bonds, but what does he have to do with 1972 or 82, <laughs> other than he was a contemporary artist in, just 70, in 82? Yeah, it was just a deal. Yeah. But if you bought uh, Gary U.S. Bonds in 1982, they would be worth quite a bit now. They would accumulate, and it would be good for your country, too, I believe. Uh, well, I've heard about during him. the war effort. Yeah, well, that's the first time I heard about him was during World War II, when people would urge me to go out and buy some U.S. Gary Bond <laughs> albums. <laughs> Hello, I am Roland and Martin, and Roland and Martin's at the, laughing, at the movies. There's a, a short I just saw on YouTube. Uh, Roland and Martin at the movies. It was an actual like trailer short they would show uh, uh, before the theatrically released movie, and it was them talking about how you should buy U.S. war bonds, mm. cut with some laughing jokes. They would cut to like uh, uh, Andy Griffin dressed up like he's on on his TV show, and he goes, "What's a bippy?" So that was that was that. I'm just killing time, Carl. Uh, what's going oh, on on the screen? What's going uh, on on the screen? It's just the beginning when the oh. class reunion, they're getting introduced, and this is a starling. Uh, I like that dress. That's why they're all into her. All right, cool. I'm back. I'm back on it. Now, you mentioned laughing, and the, the movie you had originally chose, there was a laughing guy on it. Oh, right, yeah. So I wanted to see this movie uh, called If It's Tuesday, It Must Be Belgium, which was from 1967. Uh, I found on the in- online... Are you okay there, Carl? I found online I um, a list of... I think it was called Paleo Pop. I don't know. But it was a list of movies that were played at the White House. And uh, it was it was pretty cool. They had Nixon and they had uh, the movies that Nixon watched, and especially the movie that Jimmy Carter watched. But one of the movies that Richard Nixon watched was uh, If It's Tuesday Must Be uh, Belgium. Belgium. Yeah, which was basically like 
a leisure class tour of Europe. Like, if hey, did you enjoy that European vacation? Or would you like to go on European vacation? Well, how about see the movie version instead? Yeah. It's so it's like so bourgeoisie. It's bougie as fuck, right? Because it's like... Uh, either you got on the tour and you want to see a movie version or you can't afford the tour so you want to see the movie version but it had a bunch of characters in it including uh, Norman Fell so right now uh, I'm sorry Carl to, to just just to connect with everybody we're watching introduced to all the characters at the class reunion which almost started started immediately right right there's Maris Flounder oh he's grabbing his flounder that was a graceful co- uh, crotch grab no this movie, as you know, came out after Animal House, which was a huge hit, including right. this year. Right. So the thing is, everyone expected that this would be continuing, you know. Right. So it does have some of the continuing part, right? Because it's a school. It's based on school and people getting older. So it's right after college, you go to your high school reunion. There's Stephen right. first. And you know there's going to be... Since someone's attacking them, there's, there's you know, it's us versus them kind of thing. And people's true natures come out. But the Lizzie born in high school with the axes and a cut above the rest, do you think any of the characters stopped and said, hey, wait a minute, that alludes to a murder. That's in poor taste. <laughs> you know, mixing a slasher with a comedy, it, I don't think it works. But John Hughes claims that what he wrote was funny, and you're not watching what he wrote. Now, when I, you, I, watched, yeah. I, I listened to an interview with John Hughes because it said it was going to speak to this film. Now, I had to listen to a lot of John Hughes, blah, blah, blah. Right. There was interesting stuff about this. Now, remember I just said that Animal House was so big, such a hit, so funny, that this guy in Chicago, of course, booked this for a month and a half because he thought it was going to be another Animal House. John Hughes (laughs) goes there, and he's yelling at John Hughes, like, how dare you? And he's all upset. And then John Hughes is going, listen, I agree with you. I know it names on the credits, but I really didn't write this. That's so crazy. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, he John Hughes was a National Lampoon writer. In fact, uh, yeah. Vacation was based on a short story because back then they published short stories. Yeah. Uh, and usually the short story is I'm a white guy or I'm a, uh, a white guy uh, adolescent and all my sexual and violent fantasies come true. But this one was, uh, or it's nostalgic, like remember the 60s. And this one was, you know, his family vacation trip up to Hollywood. And that's the basis of the movie. But before that, he had the opportunity to write this movie, which we're talking over right now. But we could talk over this. I mean, just look at the direction. It's so broad. You mean because there's two ladies? There's two broads, right. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is too broad. Do you know why it's called a broad? Do you know why a woman's called a broad? Because they're from Europe. (laughs) What? They're from abroad. They're not from America. Oh, they're broad. Oh, let's see. That's even. uh, I think that's a tie. Okay, now this one. There's two. See, there's a. This movie's too broad. See, two broads on screen. Yeah, two. There's two broads. Two broads. There's the. um, She made a deal with the devil. This one on the right. Now, you say this like she did this before the movie started. Oh, so she's... Uh, the internet says that that's part of her shtick. She's got devil powers kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I, I crammed it in there, too. Yeah. Sorry. We were talking about the dues box. Dues are due. <laughs> There's the first devil gag. 
they're doing a selfie. Uh, by the way, uh, if you uh, do have the opportunity to listen to the show live, we are part of uh, mutinyradio.fm. And by part of, your son Nick start at 10 a.m. with the Lazy Brunch Hour. Noon with the Edge of Insanity with Paul Brumba, who are now doing selfies as they cram in their dues. And then our show. Uh, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. That's all live. Yes. With Michael, Michael Spiegelman. Spiegelman. Yeah. Uh... Devil powers. Oh, so to use her devil powers to to put uh, to foam up a drink. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think this was like a union set? Like they needed a special effects person to come in and make a drink bubble over? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just in the script. Play oh, John Second Hughes. City TV. Oh, they are. Oh, Second City well, TV. Well, I think it, it, isn't that uh, the woman there is. Well, we'll see later. Oh, here's the lunch ladies from ten years ago. They still work here. And that woman, I think she's always played lunch oh, ladies. Oh, throw mama from the train. Oh, that's throw mama from the train. This is before she gets thrown in the train. This was in her uh, yeah, reel. Yeah. Maybe Danny DeVito watched this movie and said, that lunch lady, I just can't wait to throw her off the train. It's a killer. She, <laughs> oh, what does it matter? Their school is called Lizzie Borden and they're kind of above the rest. If that doesn't bother anyone, who is it? Why would they care? Oh, okay. Okay, here's blind gag. Blind gag number 14. Cigarettes are so... It's a, it's a new age. With that the lunch lady right now has a cigarette on the, on the line. Right over the food. And this is 1982. This film came out. This was, by the way, as we talk about National Lampoon... One of two marginally theatrically released uh, national official National Lampoon movies, which I would love to do. There's another one. It's called National Lampoon's Movie Madness. That's how you can find it. Although on the credits it says National Lampoon Ghosts in the Movies. And uh, speaking of the the credits, at the end of this show we're gonna play the uh, this the song from National Lampoon's other movie from 1982. So well, don't touch that wrong. dial. It's, it's not the Second City Lady Woman. But who's getting filled up right now? Felt up. Feeling up. Yeah. To feel up. Wait, are you a little behind me? Uh, I am at uh, 13 minutes and 6 seconds. Okay, me too. Okay. Yeah, I'm watching a garter belt grab right now. Me too, yeah. And that's pretty explicit. What? Yeah, oh, come on. If you were at a place and some guy's acting like this, yeah, what is that? this, thoroughly modern Millie? Yeah. You I would be just going to sir, can you and your date please leave the Cheesecake Factory at once? Oh, it's a high school reunion, so they're finally going to get down. What? I don't know what's going on. Are they doing coke under the table? Huh. No, that reminds me of uh, Cheech and Chong you were just mentioning. Oh, yeah. So this uh, movie that we're watching, Class Re- uh, National, Lampoon's, National Lampoon's Class Reunion, did have a uh, photo novel, and I bought that at the CVS in Upper Montclair. When, when, I, when this movie was 82, I was maybe, I don't know, 12 or 13, and uh, there was oh, wait, another... Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Look, you see this, a Hare Krishna? Right. That's another thing that's gone away. Are you uh, sure? Well, in New York area, we used to have many, many hairy, hairy, hairy. They're not very hairy. No. Well, the horror. I guess this guy has a very elaborate ponytail. I don't know if that's the actual. 
way so that, in the, at the CVS yes, pharmacy, pharmacy in Montclair, you in purchased the, Upper Montclair. I purchased for like oh. you know nineteen eighty two dollars, two dollar uh, paperback that had this movie with the photo stills and dialogue and and exposition showing what's going to happen in this movie. So I know this plot because I read it in the novel. A photo novel. Now, this is not the only photo novel I bought at CVS. Around 1982, Cheech and Chong's next movie, which was their second movie, uh, as well as National Lampoon, also had a photo novel. And it was just basically Cheech and Chong, you know, getting high and walking around and doing shit. And there's Paul Rubens or whatever the second movie was. And my mother found that copy and she was aghast that CVS would sell a 12-year-old Cheech and Chong's <laughs> next movie which had all this marijuana and uh, you know debauchery abound so she made me go back and I walked from Montclair to Upper Montclair uh, to the CVS and told them that my mom wants me to get a refund (laughs) that that I have to return this and that they should have sold it to me and I need a refund for because I shouldn't have been sold it in the first place so that was that was a true story and I actually did I returned it and got my money back I never told my mom. I, oh, here's Chuck Berry. Okay, I'm going to turn the volume down. Turn, turn the volume off. He's not just, plugged in. Oh, turn it down? Just because I don't want the song song to be on the, the podcast. Excuse me. So this is kind of weird. This is, this is by the way, the second of three National Lampoon movies uh, where they have, it's basically a white movie, but the oh, performers are black. So in, in National Lampoon's Animal House, there's kind of a, a joke that, you know, Otis Day would play their their all white yeah. uh, toga party, and then not acknowledge them when they walk into a bar. Uh, and uh, but that was the first one, so that that had a point. That was the joke in the movie. But this one, I don't know why. In 1982, Chuck Berry, of all people, other than being in a theatrically released movie, right. yeah, it's uh, just like Gary U.S. Bond. They they made a deal, right? Well, who do you got? And, you know. And they, yeah, our label has Chuck Barry, so he's playing, which is great. You know, he's great. I uh, went. Maybe you guys should listen to it without us talking is, over it. It's thirty. It's thirty years past his fame at this point, or maybe a little less. Twenty-five. Oh, you know like what? That. Let's give him a little respect. He wouldn't be playing a fucking high school reunion in nineteen eighty-two, right? Is that what is? <laughs> is that the joke? The joke is that there's a blind woman dancing down the the aisle. We're all gonna laugh at that, but. Once he played a high school reunion, the Toga Party had some reson- uh, uh, had some brevity because it was you know I don't know. And the third movie, the National Lampoon movie, which I want to do next week. I don't know if you're interested, Carl, but you're more than yes, welcome. Always. I okay, love this so show. Carl, Carl Hoff and I are our second in National Lampoon movies. And if you are listening to the podcast, I'll give away the movie. Will be O.C. and Stiggs, directed by Robert Altman, which was based on the National Lampoon short stories from the eighties. So and that oh, has uh, King Sunny a day shows up and performs to a bunch of white characters. So it's it's just kind of odd, you know. I can think of the movie PCU from the nineties. You ever see that movie with Jeremy Piven, no. David Spade, and John Favreau all with hair? Uh, they George Clinton shows up and performs. His his tour truck uh, breaks down in front of their campus. And I just uh, I don't know. I think the first guy's gonna buy it. Yeah, the Harry Krishna's going to go... Uh, Harry Krishna's going to go... In my opinion, this is a good choice. Because everyone wants to see him go anyway. Have you ever been in an airport in 1982? You have the same sentiment. Yeah. 
you just want to. One time, I, I I poked my finger through the guy's trample, uh, tambourine. Shut up! Oh, look at this. There's the silhouette going right now. This is the yeah, best shadow dancing. Shadow dancing guy, really morbid right now. He was wearing he was what? Wearing the paper bag. Oh, did you saw the shadow of the paper bag? Yeah, it was, I should uh, it change was, this unless view. He's unless he's a Frankenstein monster. He could be a Frankenstein monster getting the wrong set. <laughs> oh, even the lunch lady, she's uh, dancing. Oh, my oh, God. Here, sorry, turn the music off. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Well, at least we have a sense of what kind of music now, he's playing. No, no, wait, he's stopping. The internet oh, no. says that it was a medley of this song. Oh, so well, like, well, I mean, he could get, you know, there's, there's performers who'll do private events for any for a price. You know, maybe he had a set somewhere else and he threw got went into a reunion. Maybe the convention hall. I mean, this is their old school, I take it? That's why the lunch lady yeah, is there? Yeah, this is their old school, yeah. So Chuck fucking Barry. <laughs> Barry, excuse me, uh, just performed at a high school cafeteria. And no one really cares. Well, they had a good time. I like how Stephen Firth is playing against type. He's the, from the innocent flounder to more of like an aggro uh, prick. Now, that's the guy who pulled the trick on him. I bet he's one of the last to die, if so at all. The guy in the suit right there? In the dais? Sharing yeah, the dais? Maybe they'll make up at the end. You know, actually, this is their practice before uh, giving out the Oscars later. That, that I'm kidding. None of the, uh, none of the cast members gave out <laughs> yeah. Oscars. Uh, but there was this uh, thing about, like, no copyright infringement. And for this movie, they were like, ah, you know what? It's, it's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, friends. Well, you so wait till... says yeah. he, wrote the, he wrote the script. He gave it hey, to them. Ooh, hi. Wow, wow, that was not bad. It's a little small. Um Titty, oh, and more then, YouTube titties! All right, ladies and gentlemen, we just have. Um, all right, I have to so clock would, it. Twenty minutes. He, he would go to the daily, right? Like right. And they would, you know, and and he he wouldn't laugh. He wasn't laughing. You know, they were kind of mad at him, and so basically they kicked him out. And they said, "We look, we don't we don't want you around if you're not enthusiastic." Oh, because he's probably a negative Nelly. You think he's like a kind of a vort, negative vortex, the late John Hughes? I don't think so. I mean, he went on to prove himself, did he not? I mean... Yeah, no, he did. He did. Oh, hey, there's a vampire in the group. Yeah. Just might as well throw a fucking vampire in it while we're at it. That's so... so um, then when he went to see the movie in Chicago and that incident happened where he got yelled at... Uh, um, so you're saying a theater said, in Chicago booked this movie for six weeks? Yeah, because on the success of Animal House, it was another National Lampoon. Apparently, the guy regretted not having National, uh, Animal House long enough and <laughs> hit them in their pot bar. Yeah, That's they're just all pot pot. thrown in the ground. And so it can be. Sure, it can be. Yeah. Eh? Oh, there's the I seen dog uh, uh, service animal joke. Yeah, they're all about the pot, which I guess was scandalous 30 years ago, or, or it was drug humor. Mm-hmm. But it's just one note. Those are the drug guys. But they'll they'll get their comeuppance, I'm sure. <laughs> I would be laughing at the dailies. Yeah, right, sure, yeah. The guy has a, a same colored mustache as his hair, or her hair. Uh, you know, her... 
being blind. Uh, she, it's just a sight gag. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. You can go here. I'm undig- I'm exhuming the time uh, capsule and uh, putting that joke next to your song. All right, there we go. And I'm closing the time capsule and I'm, I'm digging it all back. There we go. I buried it. It's buried. Ah, uh, there's Michael Lerner. I would say a young Michael Lerner, but he's always looks that way. He was in uh, Barton Fink. He sure was. He sure was. He was the, he was the uh, executive. Yes. <laughs> he yeah. was so good. He was. <laughs> I remember we were watching it. Right now. We were watching Entertainment Tonight, and he was on it, and the uh, co-host was saying, like, just kind of, she had a lot of disdain for that performance. It was really funny because you don't normally see like the co-host just be like, oh. but she didn't. She didn't <laughs> dig it. It was really funny. So um, in Barton Fink, right, he's, he was hired to ride that wrestling picture, right? Yeah. So he gave him, like, like Rocky's rise through, you know, he was just supposed to do, like, dumb wrestling stuff, you know? And he gave him, like, a masterpiece. Right. Fink, you're fired. Or, no, you're not fired, right? Right. Well, you just saved the audience like six bucks to go see that movie. <laughs> you can't spoiler alert a movie that's 15 years old. Why not? I mean, if you haven't seen spoiler it... Spoiler alert. It's Titanic and Sinks. Can you pass me those out of there? I follow. Thank you. How are those? Yeah, those are great. Mike, uh, I went to see Finding Dory. Did you any luck? Spoiler alert. Yeah, they yeah, found her. They found her. <laughs> Uh-oh. What's going on? I don't know, but I do want to plug Edge of Insanity. Listen to that before my show at noon. All right, here we go. So there, this is where the horror movie comes in. So it's a parody of horror movies. Uh, oh, Mass he Panic. He was cast correctly to be the doctor at Criminally Insane. Oh, no, the uh, flimsy doors are locked. So this is usually how class reunions go. You immediately show up, you get a drink, you get served food, you dance, you get awards from 10 years ago, and then someone gets killed and everyone panics. What's with the awards? Look, they're all high. We have more. He just put four of them in his mouth. Well, it is a rated R movie. It might be PG. I wanted to say the 80s relaxed, but this was a G-rated movie. So you can kind of see the word ass because it says welcome yeah, class right. when they're standing over the banner. And you can make out the letters A and S kind of. Look, see, he was the one who made Squirrelly go crazy. How do they drink this movie? It, looks, it all looks like publicity stills. Everyone's standing <laughs> like that like they're taking a class photo and then these two people haven't moved talking. Right. So like, can you cheat the camera a little? Yeah. Okay. Hey, you're not on stage. You can move. There you go. He's the first time he's moved in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Say cheese. So, do you think uh, the murderer is going to kill everybody, like one by one? Um, according to the internet, that is the gag of this movie: that the uh, killer, who went crazy by being embarrassed by these jerk offs, goes and kills them one by one. And then when do they and make the, the resolution? Internet yeah. says, the internet says you don't really feel for the guy because they're such jerk, and it's okay. <laughs> yeah right who gives a shit about this guy well all we know about him is that he had greasy uh, 
Greasy's 1950 hair back in 1972. Right. Yeah. That's all we know about him. There he is. Oh, that there guy. He is. Wait. Now, is that really John Hughes? His sister? No. His sister? Yes. It was his sister. But why? It was his sister. But first off, we never saw that scene with her taking the... Oh, no, I guess we did. Was that him playing the, joke the sister? Here is they're moving their heads left and right. Is that a joke? No, it's poorly directed. It's not really... I guess it's a joke. They both have points. It takes away from the murder. It takes away from a lot of stuff. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's going to break into song. Yeah, see, there you go. Oh, this movie is so stupid. Why don't they call okay, the cops? This, this character is like the nerd character, yeah. but like he doesn't own up to it. He doesn't look parody. He doesn't. People have pretend they're repulsed by him, but he's not repulsive. He kind of reminds me of that character from Police Academy who keeps knocking over shit. You know, excuse me. Hey, good morning. Um, Whoa, my coffee. Oh, the coffee's burned the kid. Uh, I kind of remember that. Was he like the fat cop who would like. No, there was a fat cop in the first movie, and okay, he, had, okay. he had a lot of mad magazines on his uh, kitchen wall. See, Police Academy is like a kind of choice you would make, but the thing is, it's too funny. It's no, too it's good not. Of a, a movie. When the moment that someone posts a, a Police Academy uh, a movie on YouTube, we'll watch it. Ask, ask oh, me free. It not? It's not okay. on there. No, I do have, you can join our uh, Facebook group, and I do have a photo from Police Academy 2 on there just because I like that movie. But it's, it's hmm, not That may have been a hint. I am now going to join on your Facebook, your group. <laughs> Be right back. <laughs> All right, so they're in a high school. Oh, no. She's next, huh? Oh, she's, oh, she's looking for her dog. Wait, is that her foot's oh, in a bucket? Hiding. That's the joke. The dog doesn't want to be her uh, friend. That is a bad service animal. Okay, the last time I'm on doesn't uh, know me on Facebook, so I'll have to... All right. Uh, here, here's the joke is that he's walking one by one as the camera follows to this line of people. So they're all trapped inside, and I guess the phone lines would be dead or they would call 911? There's not a scene when they called 911 yet, has there been? Um, there was that telephone call to the, um, uh, to the Hare Krishna that said the phone uh, line is out. All right, so there we go. Which I don't think it's convincing enough. Nobody would try. Oh, so it's a Lizzie Borden who killed somebody. High school. High school looks like it's a fucking castle from Transylvania. I guess they're trying to. Is that a midget? Right. Oh, that's not a polite thing to say, is it? Uh, it's, uh, is that a I don't know. I, I actually turned away. Okay, I'm on. Facebook. So it's, is it Let's Watch a Full Length Movie? It's Let's Watch a Full Length Movie. But I get notification. Oh, it's probably in Oh, because I, I joined your member. I, I signed you up already. Oh, I am a member? Yeah, anyone who hosts the show, I put on there. Did I accept? Do I have to accept or I'm already in there? You're accepted. You, you respond to stuff. Oh, okay. So it wasn't a hint. Okay. No, I flat out. The great thing about you, Facebook is you could just flat out invite people to your group. <laughs> it's so obnoxious. They don't have to accept. You just, you're in. It's like, you got a notification for the group, New Sneakers. Fuck you. 
Hey. Oh, uh, uh, they're there's Harry Krishna. So they're singing Harry Krishna, which is probably more offensive. So how many school uh, people in the school? So this class had like forty people in it. Oh yeah, that's not a lot, is it? And they they're like some. Where are they anyway? Columbus, Ohio. I mean, they're like. So I I miss. I my... like his burnt out character. Uh... That's uh, I believe that's Barry Diamond who passed away. Uh-huh. They're the uh, Jay and Silent Bob of their time. <laughs> no. Well, they're two stoners. The Zoeed hanging out. Well, that out. is Jay and Silent Bob, yes, right. but... They both talk, I got you. Maybe they're like the Cheech and Chong of their time. That was such a not funny gag. This whole thing is like broad... And uh, they do a lot of motions, which are a little like it's heightened because people don't You're really. You're of Horshack. Yeah, I guess so. He's gonna smoke another J. I would be asleep by now. The amount of hot those guys are smoking. Yeah, that's right. yeah we'd just yeah. be like on the floor. I have to refrain from marijuana because of a pending drug test. Right. And the best thing about refraining from marijuana for, because of a pending drug test. Is, you can drink all you want. Yeah, they don't care if you get really drunk. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm here for my drug test. Oh, yeah, you've, you've been here for 10 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. Now that I only drink, I must have blacked out and woken up. The great thing about drinking and not smoking is that you black out and then you wake up and you're taking your, your drug test. Wow, they've smoked out. Where is it exactly that they are? Like backstage or behind the scenes? There's two sides they... of this 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 high school that they're in. There's like the auditorium, which looks nice, and then the hallways, which look like it's abandoned. Yeah, you see the lockers there. Right. There must have been some explanation that we missed. Well, what's that? It looks like it's a tech company that got sold or something, or they closed yeah, down. Yeah, there's a TV they just, and yeah. desks, and they're on a couch. It doesn't... Yeah, there's no like. It doesn't feel like there's like an actual class that would be involved yeah, in this well, building. Yeah, well, that was um, school desks that we just saw stacked up, but and there are lockers. Uh oh, someone's uh -oh. got oh. Nice, thank you, Psycho. The shadow is fucking scary. Uh, uh, I would be laughing in the dailies. Oh no, yeah, not if you're John Hughes, you'd be like. I'm the dark hall of negativity, and I just, everything around me, I just make people uncomfortable. <laughs> Is that what he's like? No, I don't know. <laughs> I was just fucking around. He's probably thinking, gosh, I wish it was high school right now. This reminds me of high school. This guy, he's well, such a... Well, he said that in the interview, he said that he went to his high school reunion after 10 years. Right. And he said that all the people were pretty much who they were in high school. They had gone on to, like, this one a cleaning, pool cleaning company, and this one, you know, uh, spent, the, you know, years into that. And, but still, they were the same people, which to me makes sense. It's only 10 years. Come on, dude. He well, didn't right. explain why. He didn't explain why he turned it into a murder. Like, I wanted him to say, and I hated those people, and I wanted to kill them. But he didn't say anything like that. So it's a mystery why he... Well, he uh, they they set up his sister jerking him off, and now he's going to murder them off. However, where's the sister? What? Oh, the sister's gone, right? Or she went crazy or something? 
I don't know if she's gone or she went crazy. Uh, we're kind of talking over it. Maybe they explained it. Oh, yeah, I have no time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, with you, I'm with you. Oh, there he is. Oh, that's the killer, huh? Yeah, yeah. And what is with that paper bag? Like that was the unknown comics routine, and this movie is 1982, so you know, gong show yeah, where this guy was on. Too. Well, I guess it's not necessarily because they put makeup on it. Uh, oh, is, is that imply it's the sister? Yeah, that's a girl. Even though it's oh, look at that it's lunch lady fight. Those lunch ladies are fucking <laughs> thought, tough as shit. He's going to make the murderer into stew. Oh, look, now she's being sped up. She went up. backwards. She went backwards. That's the actual actress who did the fucking throw. <laughs> what was, did you see what he's got? It a chainsaw. Yeah, because you have it in high school, you have a chainsaw. Oh, wait, and they do. He did a Texas Chainsaw Massacre freeze frame from the end of the movie. That's a reference. So now they're singing Stop the in the Name of Love, which, of course, was a big hit in 1972. Oh, excuse me. I, I got to stop the sound because. That's all right. Look, nobody's going to say listen copyright infringement you can't get sued if you don't have money Mike if you were making money off this show then it would be then I would have to change alright okay yeah I mean oh, the I one do. on the left she's been in many things uh, which one the one in the maybe you know I take a look the one, the one thing I found is that one of the actors played Bud the Chud in Chud 2 Bud the Chud so I don't know what that is Oh, it was, you know, cannibalistic humanoids, underground dwellers, Chud. There was, oh, okay. The sequel was a little bit funnier. It was uh, Chud Two, Bud the Chud. It was basically a puppet Chud. Who uh, Mike? Are, we were before we were in this high school that was abandoned. Now we're on a. We're in the auditorium of the high school, where this woman is topless. With um. But if, if, if it's abandoned, then why like would they really be eating the scenery? Uh, why would he have... Look how wasted that dude is. <laughs> Horseshack. They're just like the Greek chorus. They're just getting high, watching the murders. They're going to they're gonna probably have to die then, right? Maybe not. Oh, well. They have their own pipes. They don't pass it around. That's when you have like so much weed. <laughs> Are they cracking you up? Yes. Yeah. Well, he said, there's a woman living inside of you. And he goes, a black lady or a white lady? And he goes, a Jewish lady. <laughs> Barry Diamond, very funny guy. Those scenes are pretty vintage, too. <laughs> you can't believe you, though. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want you to get sued. No, give me a suit. Oh, look, see, it's all choreographed. This is kind of like they, they all decided just spontaneously to dance like that. Yeah, I hate that in movies. Like, look, they all just. Dance, yeah. Right. They yeah, all decide to do that. How are we going to suspend disbelief? Right, yeah, that is a clear case. I mean, they might be like a. Now doing, I know this is a movie. Compared to what? I mean, they're in a. Uh, they have their high school reunion at their high school. Does that usually happen? No, usually have it at a hotel. A, a hotel um, nearby, and you go yeah. visit the school. Why are they? Oh, they're not in a car outside. Do you know the? I missed the tenth year, and I missed the twentieth year, and I believe the twenty-fifth anniversary reunion for Montclair High uh, was at somebody's house in Montclair. 
It was just, you a know. House? Yeah, they just kind of met up. So, wait a second. Are you coming back to Montclair for a reunion anytime? Can I see it, you? It might be next year. Yeah, that'll be my 30th anniversary. My 30th year. Uh, it'll be my 30th reunion next next year. Okay. And Listen, let me tell you something. Birthday? I learned a what lot. I, uh, what about your birthday in February? Uh, all right. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah. But let's do this podcast. We'll talk <laughs> yeah, after, yeah, yeah. off the air. Yeah, we'll take this offline, this conversation. We're not just having a phone conversation. This guy, he played Bud the Chud. The one oh, inside. that's who it was. She's been walking on the same hallway the whole time. They must have filmed a couple of vignettes with okay. her. Okay, now she's over with. He's Here comes the killer. It. Did he kill the orange lady? I didn't see her die. I don't think she died. I think he just gave up. Wait, this is an easy prey, apparently. That's so bad. There's a new movie about how a blind person's not easy to say. <laughs> I would be laughing in daily. Laughing in Oh, yeah, right? Uh, Hobby John Hughes. Yeah, why are you laughing? Wait, this killer is never killing anybody. He's getting his ass kicked all the time. Right, she, she maimed him. Now, during the 80s, too, there's a great movie... Um, so the director of this movie, Carl, Michael Miller yeah. is his name, which I never yeah. heard before. He, in 1982, directed one of my favorite movies, the Chuck Norris movie, Silent Rage, about a man who uh-huh. is who self-heals and never dies, and he kills everybody, and Chuck Norris, at the end of Silent Rage, throws the killer down a well. And the movie ends with a freeze frame of the killer jumping out of the water, and that's a spoiler from 30 years ago, and okay. it implies that the killer is still alive, but he's at the bottom of the well. And, uh, oh, look, there's powdered shit. Yeah, and there's creamed shit. Yeah, that's in the cafeteria. And they're like, we're too high to look at prop movie props right now. Uh, so anyway, um, what was I talking about, Carl? Well, she hops out of the well, so you know right. that she didn't die. Yeah. So I, 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 the movie's done. So for the San Francisco Fringe Festival, uh, Sketch Group and I, we wrote a, a show called There's a Monster in the Well, and it's about that movie. Uh-huh. And it's about 20 years later when people, the town people come and visit the monster in the well. This guy who won't die, but they won't take him out of the well. So, that's all I wanted to say. That was wait the a idea. second, wait a second, wait a second. Look at them, they're smoking, they're coming out of their ears. Well, so, we found the lunch lady dead. So he was successful to kill somebody. No joke about them eating the lunch lady? The lunch lady was in the oven. Oh. Um, listen, I think I missed the last part of what you said. The, the movie was all about the townspeople go to get this guy out of the well and... So the, the the we did a comedy show where it was at, like a sequel to the movie, where in the movie the uh, Chuck Norris throws this self healing uh, killer into a well, and at the end of the movie he reveals that he's he survived it he could he's invincible, and the movie ends. So we wrote a a show which is a sequel which is that he's still alive but it's twenty years later and he's been living in the well and no one in the town wants to take him out but they all hang out with him. They hang with them? Yeah, they go to the well and they tell the monster in the well their secrets. They, so they tell talk them, down into the yeah, well? Yeah, they, they don't talk in the, the well. They don't go in the well. They go and talk to the well and they'll say, hey, today was a rough day. Oh, so it's not a wishing well. It's like a therapy well? Yeah, it's, there's a... <laughs> so that was the direct, this director, Michael Miller, who's done a lot of television movies throughout his career, but he did have the opportunity to have two theatrically released movies in one year in 1982, even if one of them is... 
this movie, which was it theatrically released, Class Reunion? Because I feel like I've seen the advertisements and the TV ads, and I had the photo novel, but I just can't recall if it was in a theater. No, it was in the theater, and it only made $10 million. It was the worst film that National Lampoon ever did. I wrote it in my notes here. It was... Uh, um, Released theatrically in the United States by 20th Century Fox, October 1982, appeared a huge disappointment, and uh, grossing only 10 million. Okay, so I don't know how long it was in. But I, you know, but maybe it came out. I think it came out in late October, like as a horror. You know, 1982 had a lot of horror movie spoofs. There was, uh, mm-hmm. uh, there was so this guy Michael Miller directed two movies in 1982. Great Stan Carter. Ah, oh, shit. I think he directed Shampoo, but he directed Joysticks. Uh, shampoo was no, no, no. He didn't direct shampoo. He directed a movie called Black Shampoo, but he directed a a, a movie called Wacko, uh, which was a, a serial killer parody in 1982, as well as directing Joysticks and a third movie that year. So that's a little bit of trivia. But uh, there was a lot of like Saturday the 14th. There was a lot of like student bodies, a lot of parody horror movies, as well as just horror movies. Yeah. And even okay, so the 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 um, blind lady didn't die. No, but the uh, Stephen Slaughter is trying to get his Slaughter on. <laughs> See, That's like a, you look at her, and he's doing that, yeah. and you get a little excited, and then the director cuts to flounder. He's. He's licking his, her uh, shoulders. He's playing against type, this guy. Pinky swear. Oh, pinky swears are dangerous because that could lead into a thumb war if you're not careful. So funny, I'm listening to this movie to you. <laughs> Which isn't the best. uh... Oh, yeah, see, a little person. Oh, all right. Just part of uh, the background. So there's the other uh, members of the cast, of the class. Yeah, who never gets. Now, the Uh, black guy who just went past, he became somebody. Uh, Oh, all right. Certainly wasn't anybody in this movie. Right. You don't do confession where other people can hear you. But you don't do it in a high school reunion just because it's a serial it's killer. like we're going to die. Yeah, like we'll line up in the auditorium. I want to go back to the uh, the, the auditorium, the, the stage, and watch that production of them running around topless. <laughs> yeah. You know, in 82, that's how you saw naked. And today... With the internet, you know what Oh, I mean? you don't like need to see titties. But, you know, it's a, it's different because uh, the joke is usually, it's always been an expense of the woman, I guess. And that's just kind of the revolt humor of it. But mm-hmm. it's 30 years have changed a lot in 30 years, yeah. you know. So, I mean, I don't know if you read about uh, Last Tango in Paris, but the whole thing just sickens yeah. me. The whole thing I sickens me. I saw Last Tango in Paris. Right, so whatever. I always thought the movie was overrated to, to pat myself on the back, but I didn't realize it was an actual <laughs> rape being being filmed as part of a actor's thing. There, there, there was revelation of a three year old videotape of the director saying that it was not consensual, 
the, really? the rape scene. Yeah. I didn't know that. That him and the actor uh, Brando had planned it in advance and they wanted not to tell the... Brando was 48 and the actress was 19 and they didn't want to let her know. It was, oh my God. It was an anal rape, right? With that. the butter. Yeah, so it was just... They had interviewed okay. the director. My opinion of that movie is changing. Oh, well, he's busy right now, mister. Look at this bathroom, man. You could smoke cigarettes between classes and... Oh. oh. Like Either with a rubber mallet or is that a plunger? Like, is that a plunger? Oh, yeah. There's all the axes of Lizzie Borden High. Yeah, this doesn't make sense. If we weren't talking over it, I bet you we wouldn't be missing so much of it. Well, you know, like, we're not traditionally riffing on it. It's hard to riff on a comedy, although, uh, although this movie has made you laugh, so technically it is a yeah. comedy, yes. Do you oh. think she thinks he's flounder? Oh, do you think that's the thing? Is like that's so weak. I don't know. I think she would figure out see different people. The feeling is safe, yeah, and he's not. She, he's a lot thinner, and they all went to high school together, so I think she would know the difference. She's stuck in two buckets. Yeah, it's like this whole movie. And her socks don't match because she's blind. Oh, I thought because she's terrible. a pippy lock sucking. Oh, I'm getting excited again. Oh, yeah? A little revolt? Uh, well, unlike I think you, Mike, yeah. I have a libido. Well, uh, no, I uh, don't have a libido. <laughs> I, don't, I don't appreciate it. Look so, at him go! Uh, you should unzip your fly, mister. So this whole thing, like, she's going to be macking on everybody. I, I don't know everybody, but certainly it's beginning. So there's been some good high school reunion movies, right? There's Gross Point Blank. There's uh, Gross Point Blank was really good, yeah. There's Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. That was bad. Oh, that was bad. Well, I enjoyed it, but the premise, like, we're dreaming of how it's gonna be. Yeah, it was it was cartoony. It was from the uh, director of The Simpsons, and uh, I mean, I appreciate the humor of it, but that was really out of left field. Oh, look at this nice balancing act. Oh, he's trying to save her instead of saying, stop walking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I did it. Woo! I allowed this one to walk on the table. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they must have choreographed that for sure. She's doing more of her devil gag. So we we are not synced up, but it doesn't really matter a broad comedy like this. No, because I, well, maybe it's just the sound. All right, of it. I'm going to tell you when I'm at 49 and 10. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. 5, 6, 7, 8, 49 and 10. Yeah, me too. Okay, we are synced. Maybe it's just the phones. Audio lag? Uh, you know what it is? I think it's this goddamn motherfucking Look, Skype. Oh, Look, she just she, got a thing. she flipped him off. It's not funny, though. Wait, you're, ta- you're phoning me on Skype? No, I'm just making a Skype joke. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was cursing excessively over Skype. About Skype, not over Skype. So she's like a regular uh, Harpo Marx. The same. So they have a vampire and a satanic woman? Yeah, I didn't get that vampire teeth business. He was in the, uh, in the yearbook. Oh, Flounder's dead. Dead fish. They'll smell after a while. Look, they're all kind of doing this silly scream. Is that the Look, joke? The devil Sadish. lady is, is mocking her. 
she looked at the Donald lady. She's like, oh, that's what she's doing. She's mocking it. Oh, that's funny. All right, now I get the joke. That's a good one. <laughs> so they're getting in. There's a dead body on the ground, and she's like holding him seductively. And they're in the bathroom. She's holding the lapel. Does it? Is, do they have locker rooms in the boys' bathroom? Because I don't remember. Mine didn't. Uh, That's yeah. where you put Why your drugs. You put your drugs in there. Like if you have coke and you, you don't. Oh look, oh, flounders. His eyes are open. Oh, that's so lame. That's it. You just get a kick for that. Listen, I did not know that about Last Tango in Paris. My opinion of that film is very, very different now. I thought that was a great film, and I don't know how to feel about it anymore. What do you feel about Marlon Brando? Well, um, I think that early Marlon Brando really had some potential there, and I think that late Marlon Brando freaking sucked. And he wouldn't remember his lines. Right. You had to hold up a cue card. Right. He made. He that got millions. Not an actor. He got millions for Superman, and they had they used cue cards in that movie. Right. Same thing in in uh, Godfather, but because he was a name, people would tolerate that. But I mean, imagine if he was a an actor cast and he couldn't remember his lines. Do you so, think he'd have a future? But the allegation is that imagine if he was he actually raped somebody on as a performance when he was forty eight years old. That's, uh, and then he continued to do, offense. and then continued to be in, in like Godfather and, and all these movies and be revered. Maybe, well, he yeah. wasn't shunned maybe because they didn't know. Maybe they didn't know, but I mean, they saw it on screen. They just didn't know it was uh, not no, an acting job. Uh, listen, whatever you see on screen is fake, you know? Right. I mean, you're showing me that that's not true <laughs> but I'm saying when you watch a movie there's no way you think to yourself that it's you know someone's really shot or but someone's th- wasn't really that, jumped off of- but wasn't that movie known for actually having sex in it yes it was but but not non-consensual right yeah look what she's doing yeah well this is perfectly normal the, the fire breath she's a dragon uh, that was a demon voice that spoke appreciative of what she did so oh, good thank you so do you think her and the preacher who is also here at the reunion are going to meet <laughs> <That's> <laughs> good so weird. question yeah. what kind of high school did you go to how was your senior class oh sorry about my senior class we had two potheads that lived together <laughs> we had a gay pothead couple that uh, grew together we had a vampire we had a satanic lady I wonder how she's doing after 10 years we had a blind lady who, oh, well in high school she used to we called her blind lady because she used to walk in the buckets and walk around I hope she's alright 10 years later and then there's a you know yeah, as a practical joke we made, oh there was the siblings we made jerk off each other that was pretty funny I still laugh about it today the nerd who's not nerdy is this the guy you're talking about? The nerd who's not nerdy? Yeah, he's supposed to be the nerd who everyone shuns. He's kind of nerdy. Why? Because he wears glasses. Yes. I mean, it doesn't make sense. He's Jewish. <clears throat> right. He probably went to Yale, not Harvard. If I know my National Lampoon. So a lot of the National Lampoon movies are centered around school, don't you think? Like Van Wilder and Senior Class Trip or whatever. Yes, and of course Animal House. Animal House. But one of the things about them... Vacation does not, but... No, Vacation does not. O.C. and Stiggs, which will be next week, does not. 
but it does talk about young thing. But National Lampoon, I would say, for a lot of people in the last 10, 15 years, has just been like a, a cottage industry <laughs> of movies. Oh, is that the sister? It, yeah, I think it's a memorial to her. Oh, and there's the bags. <laughs> Do you think he's the, the killer? Thing is that the candles are, are still lit. Well, he is cat killing. There. Meanwhile, there's just a woman at the bar. Yeah, a totally new person who wasn't at the high school. Yeah, you know what? There's a murder going around. I'll just sit here and have a drink and get picked up by men. Have a cigarette. Actually, she has a tag like she... Okay, this one on the right here. She went on to do movies. uh, To be... Do you recognize her? Nope. Okay. Candy Clark? You know what? I might be remembering her, believe it or not, from General Hospital. Oh, that's not a bad one. So he's the vampire character? I guess, right? Oh, he's been trying to hit on women. So this movie has one scene with the vampire in it, two scenes, but he's been doing this all night. He's been going to every single woman. So these people that are just hanging out, do they know there's a murderer going around? And they the least yeah, well, that's the thing. They're supposed to be stuck, and they can't get out. It's, it's just a bad premise. It's... it's this wouldn't be happening this way. Like, okay, we're stuck here, so let's just chill. And Here's my impression. Like waiting I'm, for a bus. I'm uh, John Sales. Uh, not John Sales. Different director. John Hughes. Not funny. Nope. Not true. Well, I wouldn't blame John Hughes for anything in this movie. I mean, this was pre-career, you know. Oh, absolutely. He was a National Lampoon guy who, uh, after the success of Animal House, and Animal House. So look, Animal House was what seventy-eight. Delta House, the TV series, and back then it was outrageous that a movie would have a TV spinoff. There was yeah, very few yeah. MASH, you know. MASH was a good example of one. Yeah, but nowadays it's Actually, like... Actually, no, there was. There was Odd Couple. Okay, Odd there Couple was, was a good one. And that was a play, though, for the movie. But it still wasn't common. They were kind of like... Delta House was kind of derived. It had Stephen First, it had Bruce uh, McGill, it had... Uh, who played D-Day, and it had John Verner. But it also had like Josh Mustel as like a uh, as a blotto relative, and uh, it was it didn't last. Oh, and I think uh, maybe uh, it had like Michelle Pfeiffer in it or something like that. It had somebody famous oh, in it. Oh yeah, there was something like in her first. There was- yeah. Yeah. So, but it, it it barely lasts, and it was kind of a mockery. Nowadays, there's like nothing but movie uh, TV shows based on movies. You know, I wasn't surprised that uh, Big Hero Six, uh, he went into the torture room of the uh, high school. The big the Big Hero Six uh, <laughs> uh, is now going to be a TV series because it, it felt like a pilot anyway. <laughs> So he's in a the high school torture chamber? I don't know. It doesn't make sense, this, the setting that they're in. Is this Hostel Part 3, where it just turns out to be like a... See, it says, it says LBHS. Which is Lizzie Bourne High School. And... But to, look at all this medieval stuff. I don't understand. There's a lot of cobwebs, so this has been hanging yeah, around. For 10 years, or... I don't know. Oh, there's a suffrage woman... What is? What was that? I bet you that button was a joke. That no. Well, I think she's like she looks like the protester or something. So, can I say she? So they're all with. Is it the potheads in there? 
No, I think it's some sort of sexy thing. I think thing? there's a woman in it. Here, we'll find out. <laughs> oh, it's the cast. Oh, will you ever learn her? Look, there's some wacky jars above them. <laughs> this is not funny. What's funny that they're in some weird arcane uh, closet with like fetus jars of fetus above them? Hiding. Yeah, what is? Yeah. Are those preserved stains? It's a ginger root. I think our audio is queued up. Actually, he said, yeah. That's a Harvard Lampoon joke. Oh, here's the bingo part of the... Uh... Okay, uh, 60. I'm at. I'm 59. Uh, I'll tell you when I'm at 60, okay? No. <laughs> All right, sure. That's well, I mean, are we now. off? No, we're good, we're good. We're watching uh, the bingo scene of the uh, horror film. So they're killing time? Right before they get killed, I guess. You know what this reminds me of? There's that movie, um, is it called Police Squad? Uh, O.J. Simpson was in it. Um, uh, yeah, right. So, that, you know, the, the, the old white guy who's... who's George Kennedy. Is, no, oh, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Leslie... So he's going, he's looking for clues, right? Mm-hmm. So he's going through these drawers and he goes... Bingo, right? Right. And then he pulls out, he pulls out the thing that he found, and it was his bingo card. <laughs> well, that's a great joke, but that's not yeah. found here. That movie hadn't come out yet. Right now, this is all that America had. Right, that movie had not yet existed. If you were going to go watch a movie in the year 1982 in America, you could see uh, Silent Rage with Chuck Norris, Class Re- High School National Lampoon's Class Reunion, National Lampoon's Movie Madness, Wacko, Joysticks. Third movie he made, Grayson Carter, I think his name was. Some weird name. This guy, he made a movie. You're reading this off the internet? No, I just know of this guy, and I knew, I knew that uh, he made three films. I wish I could remember the third one. I should be reading off the internet. That would just stop me from guessing. Oh, look, it's uh, John Candy from Spaceballs. So what are you going on, uh, going as in Halloween? I'm going to go as a feral cat. Wait, did you just see John Candy? Yeah, doesn't she look like John Candy? She's oh, doing a uh, Linda Blair Exorcist parody where she's uh, foaming at the mouth. But the way her hair looks and uh, honestly the way she's drooling, she reminded me of John Candy in Spaceballs. All right. Get some house music going. So this guy has just been wandering around crazy part of this oh it's escaping okay that's the first smart move this guy's made uh, to escape oh yes he's outside I, I think they were now why are the lights on of that car god that's so crazy to be an actor and you have to fucking climb out of a manhole cover and it's all wet yeah it's not as cl- the lights were on so he's going back into the high school? <laughs> yes, 
He was going to diddle me. Oh, you know what? I can't, I can't hear it at all. You can't hear my... Oh, I can hear you, but I have mine going at the same time, so it's, it's double. No, I'm fine with that. So is this about a plot point? They're going to solve this? Well, yeah. There um, must be someone who is killing people. So they're saying that this is the one who they said was going to give them a hand job. Therefore, maybe she can lure him out or something because he would be sexually titillated by her or something. I don't know. And this guy's boozing it. You know, I'm his sponsor and I was really disappointed in him. <laughs> no, because you know, he was acting and they handed him booze, but like the moment that wasn't a that wasn't a character choice. That was the actual actor drinking as much yeah. alcohol as possible. Some things in movies are real. This like, is the audience, by the way, after seeing this movie. <laughs> Certainly was John Hughes. Yeah, right, that was John Hughes. He fucking took an axe and like took the exit door to climb out of it. This actor, he did. He climbed out of manhole cover while it was raining, and then he hatched down a wood door and, and flipped over the top. He's like a '80s parkour king. So where's Chuck Berry? I don't, Bar- under- I don't understand Barry? that parkour thing. Like, is it supposed to be from parkour? No, no, no. What it's is- a it's a French word. It means parkour. No, it's a uh, parkour is French. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking. No, it is French. It means mineral water. It's uh, it's French. <laughs> it's French. It means let me jump around these buildings. It is French, but I, I don't know what the, it means. So finally, like everybody stopped playing. I guess bingo's over and it's back to chaos and uh, disorder. They were orderly a second ago playing bingo. I'm the nerd. So, but I have a problem about Stephen First's outfit. He his collar is so high up, and it's, he's unbuttoned. Yet he has a tie like strung around the collar, as if he un you know loosened his tie and unbuttoned. But I don't think he was supposed to be have a tie at all. You know what I mean? Like I think that's a style yeah, choice. Yeah, the suit wasn't made for it. It's just like yeah, the shirt and the suit were not made to be buttoned up and have a tie. Right. So we just we need to make you appear like you're a crazy slovenly, uh, unkempt. Yeah, you you get nuts and you fall apart. This is what's popular. <laughs> this is a what are you making over there? If you heard that noise, I'm yeah. feeding my 11 year old. Oh well, how dare you get a step away from this podcast? <laughs> no, I am I am back. I am walking All right, back. Sounds to the good. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Now listen, we have a time difference. Right. Okay. Okay. Sandy's taking over. All right. Oh, she gave me the evil eye. That's all right. I'm back. Can you hear it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Are we back? And we're not leaving. Why is Why is she the only woman who wore a dress like that? Because she's the starlet. Of what? And uh, she's a famous lady. Oh, oh, that's Julia Roberts, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, and she. Uh-oh. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, but uh, my face is silly putty. Now that's fake. I'm David Johansson. Oh, that's the guy from the beginning. Hey, you know yeah, who that guy is? Crazy. That's the guy from the beginning of that movie, Class Reunion. 
Remember that? You ever see that movie, Class Reunion, in the first <laughs> yes, couple I minutes? Have. That's yeah. the same guy. That's that guy. Yeah. That guy. I actually saw it quite recently. Yeah, well, you see Class Reunion quite recently, you say? But yeah, I watched the full-length movie on YouTube with... with um, Who is with it? Michael Spiegelman. Well, that's great, but my name is Mike Spiegelman. Mike. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. If I do another theme song, I gotta make it Mike Spiegelman, not Michael well, I was always trying to make a joke when we start the show that I would correct you and or get oh. offended that it is. But yeah, it is Mike. It's all right. Okay, I'm going back to Facebook and I'm going to look at your group. It's it just says you. It's, it's a, uh, all right. I'm going to watch this movie. This Wait, guy. Are there two? What's with, so his hair is now 80s. Like that looks yeah, like. Yeah, he's dressed differently. Well, he's wearing a dress. <laughs> but his hair, like. It looks normal in the 80s, the way he has his, like, the long, it's like a huge forehead, receding kind of hair, but it's mullet, you know? Wait, it's a calm. They're just hanging around. It's almost as unrealistic in uh, human reaction as uh, Terminal Bliss. Ah, Yes. Which is one of the movies we've seen, and it's a, you can watch and listen to it on Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. This guy, like, he's taking David Johansson fit or something. He's a like, he's a mugger. He's kind of has those uh, wirely lips. Yeah, it says on your Facebook page, it's Mike Spiegelman. Listen, I'm sorry. I think of you as Michael. Next time no, I do a works. song, I'm gonna. Yeah, melodically, it works. It works. It's fine. But yeah, if you want to write another song, I'm fine with that too. I love the songs. You could do a different intro. So he wants her to, oh man, so... We watched him as a joke get sex, sexually harassed. Uh, well, you know, he had no internet, so... Oh, this is the only could, way he could look at boobies? Yeah, he could he have to capture a girl. Yeah, that's... To the dungeon. Right, that's what you did before the internet. Now you just go type in, and, you know... You don't have to get a dungeon. You could just get a Wi-Fi. Yeah, you could browse for captured dungeon girl so why did he not put a paper bag over his head oh there we go punch him for real I wanted this the leading Oscar role Oscar winning stuff here they're really fighting he's like I wanted that role <laughs> yeah oh there's some crazy stunts This I don't underestimate these guys the nerd man he's fucking like aerobic yeah. did you see that flip um yeah that's some serious like Jackie Chan shit so is the joke gonna be that the most greatest girl you know the sexiest girl the who's gonna fall for the nerd the lowest sky there we go the starlet well he did save yeah. the day although by the sure. time they stop kissing the killer is gonna be out of the hallway of course Somebody just outside left a weird plastic bag on top of the recycling bin. That's why I like to lock the door. <laughs> oh, my uh, head. <laughs> this was a play. laughing at dailies? Yeah, right. I'm John Hughes. I don't find this funny. Now I understand what Molly will feel like. I should write this down. <laughs> Dealing with dealing with adults. You know adults. the National Lampoon story that made uh, Vacation. Yeah. It starts out. The internet tells me 
uh, like um, it would have been the greatest. You know, if if Dad hadn't shot Walt Disney, it would have been the greatest vacation ever. Right. That's I've read it. That's why it goes. I think it was called Vacation Night, nineteen fifty-two or nineteen sixty-two. Mm-hmm. Again, it was one of their generational uh, nostalgic parodies, which uh, which is always. And kind I of fun. guess Wally World came because. They're Disney not gonna, was not going to consent to that. No, they're not even going to ask. You don't even ask Disney for something like that. You just have to get a fake. Oh, all right. They're all walking down the why hallway. Is he in a, why, is he, why is he in a Catholic girl? I mean, they didn't go to Catholic school, and the whole point of this is that it's a reunion. You know what I mean? Like, Well, he snapped. I think... Uh, yeah, but, he snapped over high school, so why would he mess he, up his school identity? So he you snapped. You know what I mean? He's dressed as his sister, right? Who gave him the hand? Yeah, job maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah. So maybe his sister went to the Catholic school for girls, not named Lizzie Borden. Uh oh, Flanders stepping up. But look, look at Flanders' tie. You see what I'm saying? Like, I can't physically believe he could would he would button up that shirt. He's already yeah, got the chains. Lapels. The lapels and the way the collar is. It's its a classic under, you know. Oh, this guy. <laughs> yeah, so one of the supernatural. Use your dragon breath on him. Right. Because it's not in the script. You know that reminds me of the movie Meatballs Two, which uh, had one of the one of the uh, camp kids was actually E.T. Oh, it was like an E.T. like it was a puppet of E.T. It was like a E.T. like it was a joke. It was it looked like E.T. and he was on the camp. So this is like this movie. They have a vampire and they have a exorcist girl. Right, right, right. Exorcism was. Well, it was based on The Exorcist, so she's a reference to a, she's a parody of an actual movie as a character. They always used to do this in the past. They would they, someone would start making a speech, and then you hear the American song. Well, that was in the Animal House too. Remember? Uh, the, I mean, yeah, you would see Dan Aykroyd do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Oh, that's Oscar-winning stuff here, man. <laughs> it's like you were there. They should have done this in the beginning. There's a killer in the building. Well, why don't we get the fucking exorcist lady to kill? What, what is this place they're in? So I think this was their high school that maybe closed after their class, yet they decided to have a full-on party the in there. With the lunch lady. The lunch lady still works at this abandoned high school. No, no. She said, thank you for bringing me out of retirement. Oh, God. It's so stupid. It's even stupider. I would have actually believed that they, uh, she was in this abandoned building. Where's the potheads? Yeah, what happened to the potheads? Where's Did the potheads? Die? Where's Jay and Silent Bob? We didn't miss that. Oh, they're vampires. He's scared of vampires. So he made... Oh, there's Stephen Durst. You know, he... It's funny. That's Stephen first, but in the credits, he's last. Yeah, you, you figured he would get above the bill. And his name is first. 
His name was, um, <laughs> did you get that joke? No, she said, I hope you die. No, she said, I hope you realize you're in the ladies' room. Oh, so she's taking a crap in the elevator? In the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Excuse so the fly was, uh, was taking a crap in the elevator. Excuse me, can't you see you're in the ladies' room? He smashed through a wall. This place, like, I love this. This is the old classroom with the old blackboards and the old desks. They must have spent so much money on such bullshit to make this movie. Now they had it. It's kind of like a TV show, a little bit. Not because ABC yeah, I mean, produced it. It's very off color, but look, you see, they were stuck in this room, and then they all got into. What's he? Oh, there's the stone guy, the stoner guy. Oh, cool! Thank God. As if they had been there the whole time. They're like Jay and Silent Bob. We want to be friends now. It's not a prank. That's pretty. Uh, that's that's assault, right? What is to force someone to have an sexual affair? Oh, you mean? Uh, well, no. They just made a suggestion. But what was up with the sister? She was okay with it. No, well, she went crazy. They don't. That. I think that maybe the sister thought it was a different person. That's why well, they, they had both, to both have, have the bag. But I think that's so. I don't know. I don't really want to. Just you know. You don't have a sister, Mike. I don't want to fight the minutia, but I. You know, you have a sibling. You would recognize a sibling, right? I would. Okay, let's suppose you're sitting in the car with Adam. He's got a paper bag. <laughs> Jesus, on his head put, a and he's on there. put a name in you there. You would know. Yeah, yes, and that's really. <laughs> just shut up, dude. That's awful. <laughs> How did we get from here? The fuck is I would know because of Marcus's hand color. I'd say, hey. Oh, right. You would see the hand color. You would see the Wait about. a minute. <laughs> Stupid. You're not Missy Friedman. I think you would just know because you just know your siblings. I know what you mean. Body language. Yeah. I know what you're saying. If you walk so into gross. a gymnasium filled with children, you look across the way, you know which one is yours. You could just right. tell. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is a bad premise, and maybe it's a bad movie. It's a, a tasteless premise. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a joke. But nowadays, what would go on is, is considered very serious, you know. Oh, so much stuff has changed. Uh, yeah. yeah, things in the past that just would not fly nowadays. But when we say things in the past, we're talking about, like, 1982. Yes. I mean, look, we're old, Mike. That's really a long time ago. Right. (laughs) Well, he did the uh, confidence fall. We like you now. That was extreme. Well, he's redeemed. I guess he's no longer a serial (laughs) killer. There's no sequel. What a way to kill a sequel. Now they're going to have the party. Now they're going to let's do the reunion. It must be like... Two in the morning at this. But who, what's the casualty? Oh, here are all the credits. There. See, Michael. Uh, see, Stephen's not first. Stephen, no, he's got like fourth. Third, fourth. Oh, they're still talking. It's like laugh. Talk about laughing. They're doing jokes while they're Wait, dancing. Do you hear music? No. Missy Rowe. Is that who you think it was? Because Missy Rowe is in a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, like they're doing like the laughing, but they didn't bother with the music. This is like a, the Muppet Show. The Muppet Show used to do this. Oh, they're friends. They were adversaries, but now they're dancing friends. Fearsome. Oh my God, this is terrifying, Carl. Carl, this is—I've never seen anything like this. They're doing the laughing Muppet Show, dancing and telling jokes routine, but without any music. Yeah, I don't. Is it more? Is it just part of the joke? Well, I mean, this is choreographed this way because, again, people don't spontaneously do this, so there is kind of unreality to it. But even if this is oh, a live definitely, show, definitely in the in the making of a movie, they would do something like this and then put in the music later, right? So that you can hear the dialogue and they can control the. But this has no music whatsoever. It's so bizarre. Okay, now it does. Well, because it's they're done shocking. talking, they're done talking, it's, and now because they couldn't yeah. sync it up somehow. But again, this is not what how people act. I know, I know. Well, it's just... And they had, where's the fucking trying, cops? God damn you it. You know, Airplane was out at the time. Maybe it's... Right. Like, again, it's like there was a lot of parody. Horror, horror movies were big, and comedies were, you know, big, and this was National Lampoon, so they were going to do a horror comedy. Yeah. Oh. And, and Airplane was a spoof on, on um, uh, disaster, disaster films. Disaster films, yeah, right. I mean, in the context of the time, you could see how this thing got made, uh, yeah. There's been plenty of very funny horror movies and very funny horror parodies. I mean, Scream was basically a horror parody. and mm-hmm. uh, certainly was. Yeah, it continued the path. But this is just kind of insular. I mean, they paid for all these sets, but even you not out of a high school on the cliff. So, wow. Well, I mean, you sure know how to pick them. Uh, oh, wait, ooh, final choice. credits. Okay, here we go. Bad choice. Good choice. What's it say? Chairman used for Nixon. Most likely the murder is all for money. Oh, they're going back to this. Wait a minute. Didn't we just see this in the beginning? This is the open credits just being rolled over again. Really? Yeah, because this is how the credits started. Look okay. at that. There's a mention about her sexuality. Class asshole. He was playing an asshole. <laughs> Iris. Her name is fucking Iris, the blind woman. Iris oh, Ogden. That's- there's such a pun there. I know what's the word? Irony? Well, it's like a very no. It's a it's pun. It's bad taste too. But whatever. It's National Lampoon. Iron legs. Class crippled. Least likely to ever walk again. <laughs> Jaws. That's the vampire guy. Class changed to Transylvania. Some weird. Oh, there we go. That's Walter Baylor. Hey, wimp. Trash monitor. That was the killer. Class pump. <laughs> they really called it class slut, class pump in the high school yearbook. I no. <laughs> and I, I said class slut. Oh, there you go. Okay, so pump shame. You can see from the time it's you. about to end. Right. So this is probably intentional. They're Oh, there's the credits. There's the copyright. Nineteen eighty-two. Okay, boom. Here, let's pause it before senior trip comes up. Yeah, that's right. Cancel. So, but I do before Carly get out of here. Let's. Um, <clears throat> they were trying to make all these movies and all these deals, and it was the producer who had the name and all this stuff. So they had that movie, which was theatrically released. But there was another film that came out 
around the same time, which was a National Lampoon movie, and it is a it's kind of like a, a parody of movies. There's a movie called Movie Movie where they were like three different kind of genres of movies as vignettes, like longer sketches. So it's right. kind of an anthology bit. So they did National Lampoon has this movie. It's called National Lampoon's Movie Madness. And apparently it was theatrically released around the same time, around the same milieu as uh, Class Reunion. Uh, like maybe late, I think it went broad in 83, but whatever. I never even heard about it. I knew about it because I worked at the Montclair uh, Public Library and uh, they used to have in the 80s these uh, catalogs they would mail, these film companies that as a library can rent. So you could get Night of the Living Dead, which of course had no public, it was in the public domain, it had no copyright. They had a lot of like Road to movies and a lot of Roger Corman films, but they had like National Lampoon's movie movie. I think it was called, I think it was called At the Movies, which is so anyway, uh, I want you to go back to YouTube and I want you to go back to YouTube and type in National Lampoon's Movie Madness and I just want to check out the opening credits because they're awful. <laughs> they're the worst opening credits I've ever seen of any movie regardless of National Lampoon. So before we get out of here, you got to well, check it's out called the movie Madness. So I'm going to type it in right now. Yeah, and it's, it has parentheses 1982. Yeah, so this is, you know, technically... And we've done a lot of films from 1982. We did It Came From Hollywood, which is a compilation of bad movies. Uh, all right, so hang on. I'm gonna, let me plug this in. All right, so I'm going to go ahead okay. and just play this uh, theme song. But Carl, why, why don't we watch it together? Okay, uh, and I'll keep on mute? Uh, no, because I'm going to actually play this song on the broadcast because I want as as fair use. Uh, so, so I got. So I don't have any audio. No, don't do any audio because I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it on mm-hmm. the board. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's play the visual. Three, two, one. Press play. All right, so we should hear this. Maybe we get an ad. Lion. Oh fuck. United Artists, right? Yeah. All right, so we got the music playing here in the podcast. All right, here we go. So it is an illustration of King Kong with titties eating a banana watching a movie. And it says, National Lampoon goes to the movie. But the credit says, in National Lampoon's movie Madness. What's in? What's in? Look how stupid it is. It's a card. This is the opening credits. And there's like a shark with a plunger with a big titty woman. It's an illustrator from National Lampoon. See, there's Richard Woodmark and it's C-3PO vacuuming. There's Samurai hitting uh, John Wayne. Fella coming back. Candy Clark, who I believe was in Claustrania. Groucho. Yeah, look, he's looking at uh, her boobies. Go into the movies. Peter Riegert, who was in Animal House. See, that vine is actually a snake. There's Gone with the Wind. Barry Diamond, late Barry Diamond, who was in Class Reunions, was in this, too. And then Elijah Cook, Robert Culp. Look at this, Fred Willard, Henny Youngman. But look, this, this is the credits. They had this guy's illustration as the camera pans of a fat Elizabeth Taylor. Like, he did some illustrations for an issue of National Lampoon, and they're using this for the opening credits while this shitty-ass song plays. And there's three different parodies in this, and two of them are from the director of the director of Beat It, and uh, 
Love is a Battlefield, the music videos. Hey, that's 9-11. Uh, yeah, it is. That's a Twin Towers that Godzilla is fucking up. So look at... These are all National Lampoon writers. No, Todd Carroll. Todd Carroll is in there. Todd Carroll. Look, they're all getting high, the Wizard of Oz. Now, this I don't get. It's such a thing. It's Ronald Reagan with a banana through his head because he's an idiot. I guess this must have been... 80s, 82. Oh, so he was president. Okay. Yeah. But I don't get the joke of that illustration. That's, it's so uh, stupid. So Bob Garaldi. And look at this. Henry Jaglum, the uh, art uh, movie house director. He directed a really kind of over-the-top thing in this. Look at the boobies. The two guys. She's jerking off two guys. Something. Yeah, they're mad. There's this, she's topless and she's jerking off two. Oh, there's the Queen Kong with her boobies sticking out. Eating popcorn. So you could hear the popcorn being eaten at the end of the song. Because going to the movies. All right. I'm going to hit pause, but I definitely uh, recommend people to watch the rest of this movie on your own. I'll have it on uh, Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on youtube.blogspot.com. It'll be part of the link. And uh, check it out. It's uh, I've seen it several times. The Henry uh, Jaglum stuff is kind of over the top, but it does have Robbie yeah. Benson and Christopher Lloyd. And uh, yeah, uh, but next week, so the, yeah. Are, are you ra- are you wrapping up? I, I wanted to. No, please, please do. Okay, one last thing, right? Yeah. Seeing King Kong reminded me of this thing I saw on LinkedIn, like the Facebook for business, you know. Uh, it was it was Meryl Streep as a young woman in New York, and she's on the subway, the photo. And she's talking about how she didn't get the part of King Kong. I mean, she was an unknown, you know. Right, she, that was Jessica Lange. Right, it was. The 1980 version. Right. The, the, the casting director said, listen, I'm sorry, but you're just not pretty enough. It was 1976. You know? Right, and so she was like, yeah, well, I think, well, nonetheless, she was like, you know, basically what she was saying in this thing, well, four Oscars later, and you know what I mean? She was off the top, you know, like, you think I'm not pretty enough, I'm so sorry, but eight Golden Globes later, like, she was shoving it in his face, and everyone was all making these comments, like, yes, ready to go, Meryl, and thumbs up. So I wrote, I wrote, I think you would have made a wonderful King Kong. Oh, yeah, right. That was the role. Yeah. Yeah. I got so many likes out of that. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. And so you, has a, how is your uh, Twitter podcast, going, uh, your uh, Twitter account going? Excuse me. Uh, well, I'm not sure my follower count, you know, because I lost track. Let me just go over there. You, know, you, could, you <laughs> can link your Twitter tweets. It could appear on your Facebook. No, but then, like, mom will see it. And Fred from high school. Well, you kind of you know delete. I mean? You have to immediately go to Facebook and delete anything you've uh, that you don't want. Like I did a pot joke, and I didn't want yeah. it on Facebook because I got a lot of people at work, and I have a lot of hokey yeah. sogies, and I just it just Charlotte. wasn't. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, well, it's fine. I mean, so I just uh, tweeted it, and then I immediately went to Facebook and I deleted it. Understood. I, so, I, yeah. I'm just, I don't want these two worlds meeting, so I just. Well, you know, that's that's life for you. I know I agree with you, but uh and you do have the thing is that people will see it immediately on their phones. It doesn't matter if you delete it if they see it. Right. Once they see it. That's they see right. It. 
Yeah, you can't count on, okay, people get home from work, they log into Facebook and check it out for the day. It doesn't work right. like that anymore. Well, it's in their pocket. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's also like people will uh, check their phone, check their phone, check their phone, and whatever, yeah. they're immediately there. So if they immediately see your pot joke, uh, they'll go, whoa, he wrote a pot joke on Facebook. And it doesn't matter, they're <laughs> not going to check it again. It's already in their head that you wrote this thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you write, right. Hitler's great, and then like it's deleted. Doesn't, it's not oh, to I be guess de- that never happened. Never happened. Hey, that memory of just got deleted from my head, you know? Oh, and by the way, uh, let's uh, watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Does not condone Hitler. I was just using that as an example. Uh, <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not great. Uh, but uh, you know who is great? Speaking of the anti-Hitler, Carl, you've been a delight. You spent oh, two hours on the phone. You're all the way across country. You're here with. Yes. Your, you're there with your family. You're feeding your family uh, poorly, Somebody's obviously, because uh, and uh, so great because you made your children starve. You didn't. You had the opportunity to make your children starve for the show, and you, you did family first, and that makes me proud. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Carl is uh, jokes to Carl uh, on yeah. his Twitter, and that has all his information about his shows in New Jersey. And yeah. uh, Carl, will you and join New York, me? New York. Yes. Oh, ooh, New York. Mm-hmm. The stand. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. December seventeenth, five forty-five p.m. You have to pay twenty dollars, and I'm sorry. But that sounds like a New York show to me. Uh, before it's eight <laughs> o'clock and twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so you start the night. Yeah, you start the night like, let's throw away $20. All right, sounds good. You want to go out now? Yeah. <laughs> let's have a great night out. Great. Well, let's do two drinks minimum of $20 and watch 40 comics. Great. Right. right. And then it ends. You're like, all right, where do you want to go? I'm going to go home. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. I'm going to Netflix. I'll just see you guys. Yeah, you know what? I'm just, uh, just going to walk the street. Can you there? Because I am broke. <laughs> I'm going to follow that last comic home because he just really annoyed me and I think I just snapped at that point so I'm just going to follow him guys I'll see you later I, I'm just going to stalk a comedian I just went to have a night out but now I just feel like I, I need some closure right? don't you hate that? <laughs> don't you hate it when you it's such a bad show that you're like I'm going to kill this guy now I stalked the stalker this would be funny until it happens until it happens it's not funny some comedians go up there and they're lame, 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 and then they do something really funny. Right. And I'm just like, I got the urge to Robin Williams that, you know, I'm just going to steal that, and I don't do it. That's good. I can't. It's unethical. I know it's good, but at the same time, like, for instance, there was that guy um, at Internet, at your, uh, where you are right now. Oh, at Muni um, Radio, at one of the yeah. shows on Friday and Monday. You were here at the I Friday Fantastic uh, Open Mic. Fantastic. And right. I can say this because I'm like 3,000 miles away, okay? It was that old guy who does the sign. Oh, yeah. I don't know who you're talking about, but keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the thing is, like, I got the idea when I was up there, and I was like, I, you've been up there and you blank out. Right. I don't know about you. I have an emergency joke. Like, like if I ever blank out, I jump to the emergency joke. But I was thinking, that guy doesn't have to remember his facts, you know? You put the signs up and... <laughs> I want to steal. I've wanted to steal that for months. Uh, but you didn't. And I don't do it. No, it's probably for the better, Carl. It is his bit, you know. It's his bit. It's his bit. I just want to steal it. I'm not gonna. Right. But I do. You know what you can do? 
is that if you ever hear a comedian and their joke is funny and you want to steal it, you could write a tag for the joke and then uh-huh. change the tag into a punchline. So you can say like, you could do the cards, but instead of doing the way he does it, you do oh. it a little bit different or you... Like I could have a deck of 52 cards and pick a card, any card, and right. they would read the joke and I would say the joke, something like that. Like you could, that yeah. way it's not his. So you could say like, you know, most most uh, television and uh, comedians read off of cue cards. Well, I want to be very sincere. Here, here, take a card, any card. And then you pass <laughs> okay. it out, right? That's different. It's the same that. premise, but it's a different fun side. That's, that's good. That's how you rip off comedians. You just take uh, <laughs> their joke and try to riff off of it until it sounds like it's new. And that's more to go on. How about that? I'm not too bitter, Carl. I'm not too bitter. <laughs> Listen, are you wrapping up or are we still I've talking? been trying to wrap up. But no, we could talk. Well, we how could... much time do you have? Like till the hour? Well, I, I am definitely like... <laughs> that. Over? Are we over? No, let's keep... You know, it would be such a drag to keep this show going that... Yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> no, but I mean the time, the time-wise. Are you well, seven well, the premise over, of the, do you have... No, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm fine, Carl. I was just, but here we out. The premise of the show is called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube, which we did really? like 10 minutes ago. So right. what are you trying to ask me? Like, are we wrapping up? We should have well, wrapped. What I'm saying yeah. is, were you supposed to end at 6... Oh, well, I hit my time at 6.30. Were you supposed to end at 6.30? No. You were supposed to end at 7. Right, 7. Which one? Seven? seven oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, so well, I would say ten to seven to be professional, given ten minute grace period. My um, comedian friends keep bugging me. They keep telling me that I should work blue, but I just don't understand how sad sadness is going to make people laugh. You know, uh, my friends. <laughs> my keep... was hilarious. Carl, I just thought of a new joke. Okay. My friends keep saying that I should work blue, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like. What, you mean like that character from Inside Out? Oh, very good. But nobody would see that unless they had a Molly in their life. Oh, right, they don't have a kid. Well, but I came up with a new joke. Who's going to rent Inside Out? Go ahead, tell me another new joke. I'm going to go Uh, ahead and change it. Nobody gives a shit about poetry, uh, except for other poets. And then they really give a shit. So you go to a poetry reading at a library or a fancy bookstore, and you see a poet reading their poems to a group of other po- uh, other people who are really other poets waiting for their turn to go. You'd never see that in the comedy world. <laughs> Tell you that right now. That's really funny. Uh, Mike, I finally got an agent. Oh, good for you. Thank you, thank you. He's, he's with State Farm. Oh, um, hey Carl, you know, I got a great, I uh, just made a deal with HBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to star in a TV show. And I got too much free. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's good, that's good. I, I just made a deal with HBO. Uh-huh. <laughs> I get two months free right. uh, if I sign up for for, an, for, 12, for a, with a year But that's, that, that is a very common joke. It's a bait. Oh, it's, it's a, a class. Common joke? No, oh, it is. It's, it's a take on the. It's a bait and switch. You see, I'm baiting you. You think, oh wow, this comedian's got his own TV show, and then I switch it by saying, I, I'm a consumer, and I'm actually got a deal on the subscription. Of. <laughs> that is very good. Yeah, that is very. That's good. bait and switch. So here, let me let me go. Hey guys, I got a great deal on Netflix. Yeah, the first three thirty days are free, right? I just. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> That's really good. Well, this is the oldest joke in the world. It's already been stolen. But it's a, it's an old joke. So what you do is you reference the old joke and you come up with a new joke, and you let the audience know that you're doing a take on an old joke. It's very meta. Well, can't you just switch it to something modern? Like instead of HBO, you say Hulu. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now you absolutely have to do it. Of course. See so. So you told me um, that um, Robin Williams used to. People would just call up Robin Williams' office. Well, I don't know if this is fact, but this is the story went uh, that during the heyday, then when the late Robin Williams would perform around, uh, comedians would call his agent and uh, yeah. who worked at State Farm and uh, State Farm, <laughs> <laughs> like my agent, we shared the same agent, State Farm agent, and uh, you like that? That's my joke. Uh, That's good. Yeah, I made up. I came up with it. But the story went that people would say, Robin did my joke, and they would cut a check and send it to the comedian. I don't know if it's true or not, but that was the story I heard. Yeah, so um, the thing was, I was really hurting for money. And uh, I just, I remembered that story from years ago. You told me, and I did. I I have IDDM internet database, you know, I have the premium subscription. So I looked up his uh, agent in California and I called them up and I was like, this is fucking bullshit. (laughs) They're like, sir. Mr. Williams passed away. Yeah. (laughs) There's no way, sir, that that is holding up in court. No, uh, yeah. 2016, you say, sir? And when you called his agent, did the agent answer the phone? Hello, State Farm. This is thank you for calling State Farm. This is Kevin. Yeah, they were, please hold. Yeah, that, that's that's how it went down. I um, well. Dude, what else did you? Uh, yeah, you know that was another thing. Is like that happened to me with Henny Youngman, and I called and I said, "Listen, Henny Youngman <laughs> just did one of my jokes," and they said, "Sir, Henny, the late Henny Youngman passed away." I said, "Well, how old are you, sir?" <laughs> When did this occur? How long have you been waiting to tell us? Well, I said, well, the late Henry Youngman passed away. I think that's a little redundant. So who looks like an idiot now? <laughs> so QC, OC, and Stiggs. This is very rare. This is next week's movie. So let's talk about next week's movie. Usually I like to keep the movies in surprise because you yeah. can go ahead and watch them on YouTube without me. And I would rather hide the movie. And that way we all have a big surprise and watch it. But I have seen this movie several times. I've done Bad Movie Night uh, at the old Darkroom Theater here in San Francisco where we used to do, uh, heck- we, for 10 years we heckled bad movies, we risked bad movies. And I had suggested OC and Stigs. And this one was definitely a tough tough film but uh yeah go ahead and google it go watch on youtube catch up with it beforehand it's a robert altman movie where right before the player he he was doing absolutely nothing and this is one of those films uh and it's definitely worth watching i see jane Curtin. oh yeah john cryer is in it uh there's a lot of it's uh based on stories that were written right yeah See, that's what I'm saying. Go ahead and check it out. But Carl Hopp and I will, next episode, watch that one as part of our ongoing series of National Lampoon movies, uh, which will probably end with, I don't know, National Lampoon Strip Poker, which was well, a thing. It can end with a good one. Oh, no. But, you know, actually, one of the movies was a film uh, version of Joy of Sex. It was called National Lampoon Joy of Sex, and it was directed by Martha Coolidge. And that, unfortunately, I can't find a clean uh, copy on YouTube because YouTube is like... You know, it's a lot of yeah. weird shit in there. So, um, for John Cryer, it reminds me 
I realized, um, you know, I want to say the other day, it was a while ago, that movie Pretty in Pink, everybody's, almost everybody's alive from Pretty in Pink. They could do a remake of that so easy. Yeah, I always thought uh, they Molly, should do that, like a reunion film where they bring up the characters like 30 years later, but, you know, well, they Well, it did. would be their children, right? American you Reunion know? did that. What's that? American Pie, they had their own high school reunion movie. It was called American Reunion, and that was the characters years later. Oh, and it was it their children or no? No, they didn't have children. I think there was like a... No, there was one... Uh, the couple got married and had a kid, but I, I don't know about the rest of the characters. Well, the other idea is it doesn't have to be pretty in pink. You can just grab those people from that time. You know, from right. the um, uh, 16 Candles and the... Uh, uh, Breakfast Club, and you get right. all those kind of teen things. And I, I always kind of wished to- they had those movies when they came out. Like, you know, as every anniversary comes by, so if Pretty in Pink came out in 85 and 95, you're like, well, wouldn't that be cool? And then 2005, mm-hmm. that would be great. Because there are movies like that. There's A Man and a Woman, which was a film that came out, A Man and a Woman, 20 years later during the 80s, which was true. The characters had aged. And then I think everything was consensual, which was a first for movies. <laughs> romance. Who did who did Molly Ringwald go with in that Pretty in Pink? What's you, she, you she left Ducky? Act- yeah, yeah. She went with Andrew McCarthy. Right, right. So I can see the movie starting out with her and Andrew McCarthy, and she's like, "I made the wrong choice." Right? Ducky had the spirit. He was into me. This guy's conceited. He's cheating on me. Whatever, you know. Somehow we have the children in there. But are you saying um, that if it's now, it's thirty years later? So. I don't think they would be together 30 years later. No, there would be a divorce. Can't you see Molly Ringwald going to Ducky being like, hey, I made a mistake. And she's like, oh, uh, hi. Uh, gosh, well, I haven't even thought of Here's what I think about it, is that her, she and Ducky don't talk anymore. And high school right. goes, but she never goes further with the rich kid with Andrew McCarthy. And then maybe like 20 years later through Facebook, her and Ducky hang out and they meet up. And they become friends again, even though there's all this unresolved sexual tension. And maybe, right. you know, one of them are like has sexually or has a different orientation by this point. And, but they still have the sexual attraction. Right. Uh, and then she meets a rich guy and she goes on dance with a rich guy 30 years later in the movie ends. Mike, you're right. It's not the rich guy. It's him again, the McCarthy guy. Oh, he comes back 30 years later. Yeah, like, okay, so they reunite on Facebook and they right. get together and it's all looking great stuff. And then... It's like, what, what was his name in the film? Uh, rich guy. He was uh, Fucky. There's Ducky and Fucky. <laughs> yeah, there's Ducky and Fucky. So she can be like, hey, guess what? Who I bumped into on Facebook. And they have a group, like from the high school group. Right. It's Fucky. And then Cryer's like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? Well, Fucky could be like, I've been following your Instagram all across America. I know you guys are together. And uh, I've been recreating them on Instagram, your photos. And I'm in Instagram, and I'm back here for you. Yeah. That would be good. And then in the end of the movie, Ducky loses again. <laughs> 30 years <laughs> That's later. That's not what you would expect. Right, right. This right. Is a, like, so, but Ducky. Do it right film. Well, you know, in the end of Pretty Pink, Ducky was left alone. But in the end of Pretty Pink 2, he'll be left alone with his son and his grandchild. <laughs> because it's been 30 fucking years. I think, I remember in, Ducky got like a big boobed girl. And that was like, the oh, right, his cons- yeah, right, is that he got a, he's still straight at the end of the movie, and he's so he's he got- launches off into like, oh, it's all okay. We're, we're not seeing it. Do you know? So, so before got a we, big boob girl. so we're gonna wrap this up in two minutes. But the story, okay. the ending of Pretty in Pink, 
the movie tested poorly when she left yeah. uh, the rich guy and went with Ducky. So they reshot right. the movie. The actual location had been demolished. And they had to build a new set. Andrew McCarthy was in the throes of a flu, a virus that was so bad he had lost his hair. So if you watch the final scene of Pretty Pink, he's actually wearing a wig and he oh, has really? makeup on. Uh, and she comes and she and that the 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 ball is actually a new set they had to build to get this ending going. Wow! So he was bald, yeah, and wearing makeup. Yeah, he looked like Christopher Walken in every like in Batman Returns. I mean, he looked ghastly, you know. <laughs> so wow. yeah, yeah. And they had, and the location is different. They had to build a set to look like the the place that was destroyed by the time the the test uh, audience watched the movie. Now I'm on Pretty in Pink final scene. Uh, <laughs> All right. Now I'm waiting for skip this ad, and I know you got to go. Well, you know, I got till four. I got till seven your time. But I would just say, like, we we have to leave in two minutes. I want to leave it at uh, three fifty nine. Which is pushing oh, it. Oh, I'm seeing Ducky sees the big boob girl. I see. You know, Carl, do you want to do another episode, like a short one after this at four? Uh, sure, that sounds fine. Okay, I see them making out, friends okay. kissing. So he's wearing a wig. Right. And it's misty. I bet you that misty stuff is on purpose to hide his... Yeah, and also to hide the location. All right, hey, ladies and gentlemen, oh. thank you so much for watching and listening uh, to Let's Watch Full Length Movie. Thank you, Carl Halft, and thank you for watching National Lampoon's Class Reunion. We'll be back next uh, episode, next week, uh, which is live there on muniradio.fm, and we're doing OC and Stigs as part of our National Lampoon uh, series. So uh, thank you guys so much, and uh, here's our theme song. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's... Carl, are you still with me, Carl? San Francisco I am. Okay, we're going to do a show exactly at three at 4 o'clock, and, and then we'll have an extra show. Pamtastic's. Okay, for how long? Well, no, no, I have a two 
two-minute video. It's a silent film, like we did the last time. I just, uh, since we're on the next one, I might as well just go ahead and do it. No, I'm just fucking with you. It's just, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do a thingy, you know? I'm trying to do a thingy where I start the show by saying that. All right, so we're going to do a bonus episode. Uh, right. <laughs> we had 12 seconds, but I'm going to change it. Uh, you can listen live right, every Friday I from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco.